welcome to the Confident Mama Collective podcast. I'm Carly, a new mum and co-creator of the Confident Mama Collective. I'm a confidence and self-love coach and I thrive on helping busy modern mums to love the skin they're in and raise their confidence through the roof so that they can step into the life of their dreams. If you've ever doubted yourself as a mum, found yourself wondering if what you're feeling and experiencing is normal, lost some of your confidence and even lost a little of yourself, then you're not alone and that's exactly why this podcast was born. Each week, we'll talk about all things motherhood, nothing is off limits. We'll explore practical ways of overcoming our challenges and how to keep kicking ass at being a mum, all while taking care of our own mind, body and soul too. So if you're a busy modern mum, ready to thrive and truly embrace yourself, then join me on this journey of growth and discovery, taking care of ourselves and feeling super inspired by some real and authentic women. Let's dive in and do this, mama. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carly. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super grateful that you've chosen to listen to this episode today and I hope that you find some value in this. Today, I wanted to share with you the six principles that you need to master in order to really, truly love yourself. But before I get too far into that, I just want to check in. I want to see how you guys are going. I, I know you can't answer me, but I welcome you to to drop me a message on, on Instagram at any time. I'm doing well. I feel like there's a little more kind of normalcy in the air in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like things are kind of starting to to settle down. We're sort of em- embracing this 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 period that we're in as, as best we can at the moment. And we can kind of see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We can sort of see that there is a new normal coming and and yeah, maybe some things can can begin to go back to the way that they were, which is quite exciting. But I guess I want to encourage you to have a think about if there is something that didn't serve you from the, let's call it the old normal, <laughs> think about whether you want to take that into your new normal. So for me, one thing that I've been kind of reflecting on lately and as much as I've missed family and I've missed friends and I've missed coffee dates and play dates so freaking much, I'm considering how I want to plan my day moving forward, if that makes sense. And I, I probably used to fill my days with so much stuff in the past. I, I've been enjoying this, this downtime or this time at home. It's not really downtime when you when you have a one-year-old, but I've been enjoying this time at home a lot more. So I I want to make sure that I, I plan my days to, to make sure that they're working for me going forward and just kind of reducing the, the, the daily hustle and bustle where I can. So that's one thing that I'm going to be taking into the new normal when we do actually get there. So yeah, today I wanted to share with you, there are six principles that you need to master to really be able to cultivate a really true, deep love for yourself. And these principles are what I've come to know to be true as as I've uncovered them and implemented them and practiced them through my experiences and through my journey to love myself. I'm still working on these every single day and I'm continuously working on implementing them into my life and I know what needs to be done to actually master them fully. I have practiced them and I am practicing them still every single day. I've learned so many valuable techniques in each of these principles from amazing leaders. And every single day, I am making sure that I'm just putting one foot in front of the other to move the needle, to get closer to that true, true, deep love for myself every single day. 
when I look at where I was seven years ago, I was stuck in a really, really bad, toxic, violent relationship. When I look at where I was three years ago, I had this battle with my body and this hatred for what I saw in the mirror. And then even one year ago, battling with my thoughts about whether I was going to be a good enough mother, not trusting myself enough and then dealing with the whole, you know, new body after baby. When I look at where I was at each of those key points in my life, I can now see how much I've moved forward and I can see how much I've grown. And not long ago, if you'd asked me if I love myself, I probably would have just literally looked and and stared at you blankly and said like, what the fuck are you having a joke? (laughs) You know, I, I wouldn't have known how to answer that question. And through my experiences, through my time diving really, really deep into this, I know that understanding these principles is what has helped me to build this self-love and to feel more confident in myself and to feel better about myself every single day. These are the key to feeling that love for yourself and to watching your confidence rise. So I really want to be able to share these with you and I want to take you on this journey with me as I discover and as I learn so much more. So in this episode, I want to talk you through what these principles are. And I also want to share with you a little bit about my new program, Self-Love Lessons, where we dive into these principles far, far deeper. This program is an eight-week group coaching experience with me where we not only talk about these principles, but we go through practical exercises and practical techniques so that you actually can embody these principles and get yourself on the path to truly, truly mastering them. I'll be going through this program with you and I'm going to be doing the exercises and the journal prompts and the meditations. And I'm going to be with you 111% of the way. I'll be holding your hand through this as as you begin to embrace your true and authentic self and you know figure out what's been holding you back from living the life that you truly want to live because from my experience the chances are that if we're not yet living the life that we actually want to live or we're not showing up in the world as we want to show up we're standing in our own way but do you know what we can change this and we can rewrite our reality and the way to do this is through self-love you are going to feel empowered to start actually going after what you truly want and you will build some really powerful habits to help you embody the person that you really desire to be. I am so freaking excited about this program. I've put my heart and my soul and my blood and my sweat and my tears into this because I am so passionate about it and I know that it is life-changing. We are going to have eight weeks together in a group setting, also in a, in a private Facebook community as well, where, where you can get to know and you can learn from the other girls that are doing the program. There's also a VIP option. So on top of the eight weeks of group coaching, you'll also get two private one-to-one calls with me, plus private voice and messenger support for the whole duration of the program. That is such a huge up level. So for the next week, what I want to offer to you guys is I want to offer the free VIP upgrade to anybody who joins. So if you want to know a little bit more about this, DM me on Instagram at Carly Hinges or check out the website. I'll pop the link in the show notes. But for now, let's get into these principles. So the first principle that you need to master is self-awareness. We can't change what we don't know exists. We need to become really aware of how we feel about ourselves and the things that we're saying to ourselves. You may have heard me talk before about the mean girl or the inner critic or the ego. And this is the voice that pops up when, you know, when we're stepping out of our comfort zone or when we're considering doing something a little bit different. This is the voice that says, don't wear that dress. That's not going to look very good on you. People will stare and just don't do it to yourself. 
It's the voice that pops up when I go to sit down at the microphone and record a podcast and it says, Carly, don't record that podcast. You know, your message isn't going to land. It's, it, no one's going to listen. Just don't bother. And ultimately, when this voice pops up, we have two choices. We can choose to give into that fear and not do the thing that we really want to do. Or we can choose to go with what our heart says, which is ultimately the thing that we want to do, right? We can go with what our heart says and we can tune into that voice and we can have a little bit of a chat. We can take that mean girl down a peg and we can talk talk to her and tell her that we, we want to follow what's in our heart and we then go and do that thing anyway. So becoming aware of this voice is a crucial, crucial first step to loving ourselves. Because as I said, we can't change something if we don't know it exists. And so often on a day-to-day basis, we're just on autopilot. We've got so many things going on that we just kind of take, take this voice and we listen to these thoughts thinking that they're true. And while they seem true to us, they are not facts. They are simply our thoughts. So becoming aware of this voice and of the things that we say to ourselves, the things that we think about ourselves, and we can even go a step further back and become aware of our beliefs. That is where the magic happens. That is where the transformation truly, truly begins at self-awareness. Some things that you can do for yourself right now is to even just grab a journal And start writing down the times when you notice that mean girl voice pop up. Notice the things that she says and notice how it makes you feel. That is a great first step to becoming aware and to actually start noticing it. Once we notice it, then we can start thinking about how we're going to change it. The second key that we need to master is self-acceptance. When we don't love and accept ourselves, then we're putting out this energy and this vibration of not being enough. And we're in this lack mentality. If you're familiar with the law of attraction, you know that like attracts like, right? So when we're putting out this energy of lack or we're wishing that we had something else or that we looked a different way, we're going to get more of that energy back. We receive more lack and we just are stuck in this place of constantly wishing that we were different. So we are a a manager. (laughs) We are a magnet for the energy and the vibration that we put out into the universe. So when we begin to fully accept ourselves exactly as we are, we stop wishing that we look different or that we had more of something. When we can fully accept ourselves and celebrate who we are, we then put that energy out into the universe and we are a magnet. We get more of that back. We get more of those positive, good feeling vibes back. Now, I know that appreciating and accepting ourselves exactly as who we are, as these beautiful, unique humans, it can be really, really tough because we are bombarded with messages on social media, day in, day out, look like this, do this diet, take this pill, um, that kind of thing. And society kind of dictates in our minds what we should look like. And we know that this is this is not realistic. We know that this kind of supposed perfection is is unfounded, but so many of us still buy into this anyway. We compare ourselves, we compare how we look to others, we compare what we earn, we compare our relationship status, and ultimately we end up feeling like we just don't measure up. But when we can start to actually lean into these things that we don't accept about ourselves yet, when we can lean into those things, we can actually start to see ourselves as the beautiful humans that we are. We can start to see that it is okay to be ourselves. In fact, it's freaking powerful and amazing to be ourselves. So the way that you can begin to do this is to start by creating some powerful self-acceptance statements for yourself and start saying them to yourself 
I accept myself exactly as I am or I accept this part of, of my body exactly as it is or or whatever whatever the scenario is. Start saying those things to yourself and yes, it might feel unnatural to begin with and that's just that mean girl popping up saying to you, you know, this feels weird, nothing's going to change, don't bother. So if we then circle back to the awareness piece, we can then become, once we've become aware of what this mean girl is saying, we can start to kind of talk her down and we can do the thing anyway. Once we have begun to accept ourselves, or we've opened ourselves up to self-acceptance, comes the self-worth. So, so often, so many women that I speak to just don't feel worthy of loving themselves. And once we can start to practice the self-acceptance, and I, I'm going to give you guys so many tools in, in the new program. Once we can start to practice this self-acceptance, then we can begin to start feeling worthy because we are ultimately accepting of ourselves. When we accept ourselves, we begin to feel worthy. The thing about worthiness is this. When we feel unworthy or not good enough, it's generally not just in one area of our lives. It infiltrates into all areas and it affects our confidence on so, so many levels. And what that means is that we're less likely to actually live the life that we want. We're less likely to go after what we desire. We're less likely to treat ourselves with love and the respect that we deserve because we just don't feel like we're worthy of it. And as a result, that can lead us to to making decisions that just aren't really good for us simply because we feel that we don't deserve any better. And when I take myself back to about seven years ago, when I was in this relationship that, that wasn't serving me, even though I knew deep down that it, it wasn't right for me and that it wasn't good for me, I stayed in that situation because I didn't believe that I deserved any better. And I started to to build my self-worth when I became aware of what the mean girl was talking, uh, was telling, telling me. When I began to accept the things about myself that I didn't necessarily love, I started to build my self-worth as a result of doing those things. One of the biggest realizations for me as well around self-worth is that we all come into this world the same. We all come into this world as these perfect, uncomplicated whole and complete human beings but as we go through life we kind of we're taught that that that's not okay and we're we're told that we need to sort of conform to these ideals of society again and we then start to feel like we need to measure our worth based on how we look or what we earn or or what we do for a living how many kids we have whether we're married or not what we weigh that kind of thing but that stuff doesn't matter when it comes to our self-worth Because ultimately, if we keep chasing these things, we're going to find ourselves in a cycle where let's just take take a number on the scales, for example. Circling back again to three years, about three years ago, I was stuck in this place of I'll feel happier once I get to 60 kilos. And then I got to 60 kilos and I was like, oh, okay, great. That's a, a, a little boost. But then ultimately, I still wasn't happy. So I'd be like, okay, I will be happy when I get to 57 kilos. And then I'd get to 57 kilos and I still wasn't quite happy. So I was always striving for something that was unrealistic. Once I began to accept myself, accept my body for how it was, that's when I started to feel worthy. That's when I started to to realize that there is so much more to me as a human being than the number on the scales. 
The fourth thing that we need to master is compassion and in particular, understanding for ourselves. We're so quick to love on other people. We are so quick to show compassion to anyone else when they're down. But when it comes to ourselves, we tend to judge ourselves a lot harsher and we we tend to be a lot harder on ourselves. And I know that only recently at the beginning of this pandemic, I had all these feelings come up and I was feeling like I was feeling really anxious and I was feeling overwhelmed and I was fearful and at the start I I sort of judged myself. I was like, don't, you know, you can't feel like this, Carly. You've got to hold it together. You've got to hold it together for your your audience. You've got to hold it together for your family. You've got to be the strong one here. You're not allowed to feel those feelings. And I judged myself pretty harshly for feeling those feelings. But very quickly what I realised was that I am worthy of showing myself compassion And while we are all going to judge ourselves at some point, what matters is how quickly we actually take ourselves back to the place of feeling compassionate and showing ourselves compassion. It's so important in this regard to make sure that we're feeling our feelings because what we know about feelings is that what we resist persists, right? So if I was to kind of just push those feelings away or to try and cover them up, those feelings are just going to stay with me longer. And while I might think that they go away for a short period of time, they're ultimately going to come back. And nine times out of 10, what I find is that they come back with a freaking vengeance. So it was really important for me in that particular moment to make sure that I allowed myself to feel those feelings. It's kind of like a wave, right? When you're out, you're having a swim in the ocean, you see this big wave coming. You've got two choices. You can either immerse yourself in the wave and duck your head under and allow that wave to wash over you or you can try to fight it you can try and struggle and you can try and fight against it allow yourself to feel every bit of what you're feeling and know that your feelings are valid know that it's okay to feel however you're feeling the fifth principle is self-connection so actually taking the time out to connect with yourself tuning into yourself on an emotional and on a physical and on a spiritual level. If I'm ever feeling stuck, I practice some form of self-connection. If I'm ever feeling angry or if I'm feeling frustrated, I practice some form of self-connection. If I need an answer to a question that I've been thinking and thinking about and I just can't think my way way out of it, I practice self-connection. Connection is what brings us back to a state of a much calmer energy. And I now make sure that I practice some form of self-connection every single day, regardless of how I'm feeling. So even if I'm feeling great, I still practice some form of self-connection because what I have learned is that even if I'm feeling great and then I stop practicing this self-connection, I then start to, I then take myself back into the place of not feeling so great fairly quickly. So I feel like prevention is far better than cure. (laughs) So I am committed to practicing some form of self-connection on a daily basis. The way that I have done this is to implement a magical morning routine. And my morning routine is fairly simple at the moment, but for me, it involves waking up and doing 10 minutes of meditation followed by maybe 20 minutes of journaling. They are my non-negotiables for each day. At the very, very least, I make sure that I do those things so that I am connecting to myself and I'm giving myself the opportunity to connect to myself before I give myself to the rest of the world, before I give myself to my household, before I give myself to social media. That is a, a really, really crucial part of my day. And I've gone through I've gone through phases, I suppose, when it comes to morning a morning routine. But what I have come to learn is that 
actually setting myself some form of connection in the morning really, really dictates my energy for the rest of the day. I go about my day far more intentionally and I feel like I am really in charge of my energy. So if you haven't yet got yourself a morning routine, this could be a great time to to begin one. If you if you need a hand with with how to set this up, please make sure that you reach out to me and I will be going through some really practical tips and giving you guys some amazing techniques on how you can set up your own morning routine in the self-love lessons program. And finally, the sixth principle and such an important one, just because it's at the end does not make it any less important, is self-care. You guys have heard me talk about how important self-care is and how passionate I am about taking care of ourselves. We know that we can't take care of anybody else as effectively if we're not taking care of ourselves first. We need to make sure that we are filling our own cup. We need to make sure that we are scheduling time for self-care and that we're not just putting it down the bottom of our to-do list. It needs to be at the top. And this is kind of linked to our self-connection because for me, self-connection is heavily linked to self-care because my self-connection is part of my self-care. One of the most powerful things that you can do when it comes to your self-care is to write yourself a list of your daily non-negotiables. So the things that you are going to make sure that you do day in, day out, because they make you feel so good that you want to do them every day. Write a list of those non-negotiables. It can be as many or as few as you like. Maybe you have one daily non-negotiable, maybe you have four, five, or six. It really doesn't matter, but make sure that they're things that you know that you can realistically do each day and that make you feel really, really good. It's no good you doing my daily non-negotiables if they don't make you feel good. So for example, my non-negotiables are, as I said before um, in the connection piece, um, I meditate for 10 minutes in the morning and then I journal. Then I go and have a glass of lemon water. So the glass of lemon water thing, that just might not work for you. So make sure that you don't put that down on your list if that's kind of not your vibe. And then once you have your daily non-negotiables, hold yourself accountable for actually doing those things each day and you will see a shift in your day. You'll see a shift in how you go about your day. The second part of this exercise is to write yourself a list of other things that just make you feel really, really good. So this is your self-love list, right? Make a list of the things that make you feel really, really good so that when you are in need of a little bit of extra self-care, you've got this list that you can easily look at. You don't have to to worry too much about making decisions like, how am I going to take care of myself today? I don't know what makes me feel good. You've got this list that you can go to. And what I have found is that that takes away part of the overwhelm because so often when we think about self-care, we kind of think, oh, I don't know what to do for myself. I know I need to look after myself, but I don't know what to do. We've got this list of, you know, five or 10 or, or 20 things that make us feel good. Our only task then is to pick the one that aligns with us most in that moment. What I find um, about having this self-care list is that it is a fantastic pattern interrupt as well. So let's say you're feeling quite anxious or you're feeling overwhelmed. You're just, just not really having a great day. What I find is that if we then go and choose something to do on this list and we actually do that thing, what we find is that it redirects our thoughts and we can then go about the rest of our day with far more grace and far more ease. In the self-love lessons program, I'm also going to talk to you guys about the importance of communicating our self-care needs to our partner or our, our support network and how we can actually go about having those conversations because I know that they can be quite tricky sometimes. 
So these are the six principles that we need to master in order to cultivate this beautiful sense of deep love for ourselves, to give us the confidence to go about life in the way that we desire, to give ourselves the confidence to actually go after the reality that we dream of, because we can rewrite this stuff. Just because something is the way that it is now doesn't mean that it has to be that way forever. We can choose to rewrite our current reality. The future is not written yet, guys, so we can make it whatever we want. And that all starts with loving ourselves, building the confidence to go after the life of our dreams, as I've said before. So if you want to know more about this program, it is going to change your life. I shit you not. (laughs) We have got eight weeks together, as I said before. We're going to go through one of these principles each week. And then the last couple of weeks, we are going to work on embodying the person that we want to be. Okay, so it's not just going to end after those after we go through those six principles. We're going to spend two weeks embodying the person that we want to be and then we are going to consolidate. We are going to set ourselves some some goals and some really inspired actions so that we can go out into the world and really make this amazing change stick. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys. If you want to know more, as I said, DM me at Carly Hinges or check out the link to the website. Take advantage of this amazing offer as well to up level to the VIP because that is just freaking amazing. That is such a life upgrade for you guys, honestly. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, drop me a DM. I hope you loved this podcast. I hope it was of some value for you. And until next time, babes, I can't wait to do this again with you soon. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Confident Mama Collective podcast. If you did enjoy today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you clicked on subscribe and gave us a five-star review so that we can help even more amazing mums find this podcast and raise their confidence. If you haven't already joined, head over to our closed Facebook group and join our community of incredible like-minded mamas at the Confident Mama Collective. Until next time, mama, thank you for listening. You've got this.